Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley. Welcome to a good day. We hope it'll be a good day. We're going to make it a good day here in the Watchdog Radio Network studios. It is a Friday, as I always say. We have made it to and hopefully through our end of the week here. Welcome to the wonderful world of color, colorful drinks at least. I've got the green, blue, and black all lined up here for my uh, morning beverages. In case I just kind of pick and choose, decide what I want to have. What do you got over there, pal? You uh, doing the proverbial Pepsi? Or I you am have... not, Howard. What I'm, do you got? I'm drinking water. Excuse me? From that jug uh, in the uh, in the kitchen. Really? Yes. Like polar water or whatever that is, something like that. What uh, What? Uh, I don't, what prompted that? Well, I was... Uh, didn't have an opportunity to get to the store, Howard, so this is what we have in the refrigerator. It was either Bud Light, some kind of wine left over from the Christmas party, oh, yeah, or, or this. <laughs> well, I, if, I'd, I'm, if I'd known you, you needed the Pepsi, I would have brought some Pepsi in this morning. That's for you. okay, Howard. I'm going to try to drink this water today. I'm going to try. My, uh, my son, uh, my oldest son, Jason, is really trying to work on um, eating healthier, losing weight, and so on. And, He's trying, in his words, he's he's not he can't cut out the Pepsi. He's trying to just cut down, just cut down. Dad, I'm going to try and cut down on it. I try and have, you know, a Pepsi, and then I'll have water or something. So, all right, so, all right, so I've got green and blue and black, and you've got clear. Yes, for our wonderful world of color here on the on the Watchdog Morning Show. Seven ten, ten minutes after the hour. Welcome to the program. Glad you're here for our conversational ride. Three hours swing and soiree. Until 10 o'clock this morning. A little drizzle outside. We're going to see rain or thunderstorms possible throughout the day today. It's going to be mostly cloudy, high around 72. We are about 10 below that right now. 62, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 61 at the Highlands. 62 in Elm Grove. And 62 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. What are we up to today? Oh, Bob, Governor Justice, he's got more troubles. The U.S. Marshal Service has been ordered to go to one of his companies and repossess a helicopter. And they've been told in the order from the court, you are to execute this order by force if necessary. Which I guess means if anybody says you can't come in, the U.S. Marshals are going to, I don't know, unstrap and go, uh, yes, we can. J.J. has got problems. And they get uh, bigger. But, but last week was a pretty good week for him. It didn't. Nothing really jumped out and bit him too, uh, too much. This was, uh, this was a big bite here, Howard. Mm. Uh, and as the story goes, did they show up before and were turned away? Is, is that the, the gist I, of this? They've been trying to collect this, um, and we'll get into this. If, if you want to follow the story in detail, i got this scheduled for our 8 o'clock segment because I'll get into some of the detail. But right now I'll tell you, this is that Russian company that he sold his companies to then bought it back from them. And by the way, I have the numbers on that. Remember a couple, maybe a week or so ago, I talked about how he made so much money because he sold it high, bought it low. I, I didn't know how high and how low it was. I'll give you that coming up later on as well. But in part of the deal, uh, he owed them some money. 
And uh, right now it turns out to be a total of $10 million, $8 million plus interest or something. And so a U.S. I mean, federal court, actually, actually, I'll double check this. I think it's an international court has said, uh, sent the U.S. Marshals in with an order. They have not done it yet, but I think you're right. I, they, they have tried before. Said, hey, we, you know, we got to get this, and nothing happened. So the U.S. Marshals have been ordered to go in and seize the helicopter. I'm picturing this as a scene from, you know, a movie of some kind. Here come the Marshals, you know, whoo, right down the, down the runway, you know, pulling into the hangar. U.S. Marshals Service, we're coming in. You can't come in. The unstrap, you know, we've been told to come get your chopper. I've uh, I've soured on the governor a little bit this week. You know, t- to me, uh, just enough is enough. And now this didn't know anything about the about the chopper, because, again, I, I, I'd like to chuckle a little bit. But I know deep down the guy that's going to benefit from this mostly is going to be Alex Mooney. He's just sitting back, just saying, OK, you're right. Whoever advised him, I'll just sit back and let him shoot himself in both of his feet. And you and I have talked about this since day one. What Mooney I, don't, I hate to say the next words. Mooney was smart. I hate to say those words. He didn't. He's not. He really doesn't make a big deal about this. He, he when when Brad or Stephen or somebody calls him for reaction, he makes a comment about how it goes to show the governor can't manage his own. Fight. But he doesn't get up front of this because he's smart enough to know we're doing his job for him. Yeah, somebody's convinced him to wait. You will get your chance. You'll be able to point at him in one of these debates and say, this is a guy you want to send to Washington, D.C.? You know, Hoppy Kirchhoff will be talking about the, all the money the governor owes, and I'm talking about it, and all across the state they're talking about it, and Stephen Adams is writing about it, and uh, Brad McElhenney is commenting on it. Uh, so Mooney just kind of sits back, and again, when asked, he comments. I'm not saying, but but you don't see him taking out big ads going, you know, where's the chopper, Governor, or anything like that? It's just, anyways, we'll get into that in more detail coming up in the 8 o'clock hour of the show. Donald Trump says he might be willing to be Speaker of the House just for a while, just to help the country out, uh, but he might be willing to, to uh, be that. And he also reportedly shared confidential information about nuclear submarines, of all things, with a businessman and a whole lot of other people in Mar-a-Lago. Dinner table conversation, I guess. Hey, do you guys know? Uh, let me give you some details about our nuclear subs. That's what the report says. We will talk about it. We will talk more about that on Monday. Bob Ney is going to join us. Bob is in Kashmir, where I was talking to him last night. And um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a travel advisory. U.S. citizens are warned not to go to Kashmir because of potential terrorist attacks in Kashmir. Bob says, I thought it'd be fun to go. So Bob is over there. He'll be checking in with us on Monday to talk more about Trump. Uniglobe Travel Show, of course, every Friday coming up. A trip to Nashville is the big thing we'll be talking about. Newspaper editor John McCabe and I review the local news of the week, including Wheeling Council's talk about the homeless, plans for the Wheeling Inn property, and Ogilvy's planned deer hunt. Slider and I review the highlights of the week from our show. Plus all the usual stuff, Adam Fikes weather, Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report, Taylor Long in the Ohio Valley Newsroom from WTRF-TV. I had Grandparents Day yesterday, as I mentioned to you, uh, I intended to do. It was a great day. I really enjoy uh, getting to see Teddy's uh, classes and see his classmates and talk to some of the other parents, talk to the teachers. Great deal of fun. It was a, it was, it was a really good day. It was a strange day, though. I, we got started noonish. I uh, got done around 2.30. Um, Teddy's grandma, other grandma, uh, Granny, was up here for that. So we thought we'd all go out to dinner, and uh, Jason and Natalie went with us. 
And we had what I thought, I'm thinking it's dinner because I feel like it's dinner time now. But we went to TJ's for really it was just a late lunch. And we came back home and Teddy played for a while. And then, you know, and I'm telling you, by six o'clock, I'm literally, I'm literally thinking about going into the bedroom, Bob, and putting on my jammies. And I looked and I said, it's only six o'clock. Just the day had worn me out. Um, but I got a good sleep and up and ready to go now. You, you finally got out in the yard, right? I didn't have much of a choice, Howard. And uh, I paid for it. Uh, probably shouldn't have done it. But you already uh, had a nailing back to begin with. I did. Been battling it all week, and it just you know, that little voice in my head saying you're gonna you're gonna screw things up. It's gonna hurt even worse if you go out there and do that. But I knew the rain was coming. Uh, Adam let us know that uh, Thursday was gonna be the last nice day, Howard. So I went out and I did it. And uh, you know, I do foolish things all the time. Even no. you know, the older I get, it seems like the more foolish they get. And I'm one of these guys that uh, if I don't believe in it, I, I just don't believe in it. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Get that out of here. I, I don't believe in it. And one of the things was uh, a, a medicine that you take for ailing muscles, your aches and pains. Like Advil or ibuprofen I, or something exactly. like that. Yeah. Now, to me, I don't want that. Unless it's a narcotic, that's get not, it out of here. That's not real work, medicine. Right? You, can, you can go buy that at Walgreens. That's, that's, that's not real medicine. That's snake medicine. Get that out of here. <laughs> well, my son came out. He had some back issues about a month ago. And uh, I thought maybe he had the good stuff. You know what I'm saying, I, Howard? I hear you. I hear you. And he brings me that stuff. What, what is it? Some kind of profen? What is it? Ibuprofen? Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And again, I, uh, all right. And I took, I don't know, like M&M's. Took four or five. Yes. <laughs> threw them down my... <laughs> a huge difference within 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Within 10 minutes, I could feel the relief. What an idiot I have been. You don't need that dope. That stuff right there. I am a dope. Yeah. If, if it's not a prescription, it just doesn't I don't want count, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I don't want it. But, man, was I was I foolish, Howard, because that that's pretty good stuff. I, I You know, I'm like you. For I have for years, you know, they say, well, you know, you want to take ibuprofen or Advil or aspirin or, you know, there, there are various names for the products. And I'm, I'm exactly like you. I'm thinking, no, if it's not written down on one of those those scripts with a Dr. Scrolly signature on it, it can't be that. I'll take it occasionally. But recently, whether they're getting more powerful or it's working more on an old guy, I'm finding uh, if I've got some pain, a couple of ibuprofen and bam, I feel much better and that's crazy what wasn't there used to be a thing like motrin or something yeah motrin yeah i remember the first time a dog, what, what, what's that like is that a vicodin or percocet no 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 it's not i don't want it then yeah. it's not like that i don't <laughs> what the hell would i want it for well that's of course primarily for uh, women's menopause problems but that's uh, hey that's all right if it, it works it works if it work if it works it works now i i tell you i'm exactly like but i swear whether it's get whether whether the over-the-counter stuff is getting stronger or whether I'm getting weaker and therefore it works better for me. I, I have had the exact same experience as you. Pop a couple, you know, ibuprofen and uh, the pain goes away. And that's, yeah, it does. And that's uh, and that's. Uh, so I feel pretty spry here this morning. And that's good. Well, I'm glad. To, I'm glad. To, I'm glad to hear that. We uh, took. When did we do this? Teddy wasn't with us. Somewhere in the midst of the busy day yesterday, Nancy and I took a ride, our usual ride through Ogilvy. And, of course, we've been talking this week about what up there at Ogilvy? The deer slaughter. So we drove past the field that none of us seem to remember the name of there by the observatory. And there's just dozens of deer talking about how t- they're literally laying down. They're just sitting down. I don't think they're sickly sitting down. I think they're like, oh, it's kind of hot out. I got nothing to do. I'll just sit down. So 
Now, I'm being funny, okay? I'm, I, I'm just being funny. All right, just, just me being funny. I roll the window down and the deer there, and I start yelling out the window, Run! Run! They're coming to get you! They're coming to get you! Run! Run! I am talking to the deer. I see a guy coming through the field. He starts running. <laughs> There's a guy walking through the field. I think he thought I was telling him somebody's coming to get him. So I'm yelling, run, run, they're coming to get you. And this guy just, he starts, he starts choo, 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 going, I, I didn't, I want to go, no, no, not you, I'm talking to the deer. And then I realized how dumb that was. What is it with you driving through uh, Ogilvy Park? If you're not quacking at somebody, now you're <laughs> alert, alert, danger, <laughs> danger, danger. I just thought it'd be funny. Ha <laughs> ha. The deer were there. Nancy and I were by ourselves. Teddy wasn't with us. And I, I just thought it'd be funny you just to, to tell the deer, you know, run, run. They're coming to get you. They're coming to get you. And then I look at this poor guy. <laughs> There's a guy walking through the field. I guess he must have thought I was. Something was maybe coming. A, maybe a terrorist. Or something, something was coming behind me, you know. Oh, my God, there's something out there. I better get out of there. So, so he, he ran. He ran. That was, a, uh, that was my thought. Uh, 721 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Well, I have just one other quick comment, and it's something I talk about all the time, Bob. You're not so much on social media. You know, the meanest, saddest, grumpiest people in the world post things on social media, the things that just make no sense. Uh, yesterday, you know, we all know that um, the old OVMC property is coming down. And they're going to build a brand new cancer center there. It's going to be a beautiful campus. It's going to be a regional center. It's going to serve the entire region with uh, cancer needs. WVU Medicine is, uh, is uh, building it. And, um, and yet I found a whole thread of people yesterday saying, well, why would they tear those beautiful old buildings down? And why don't they just use them for the cancer center? History doesn't have to be over. Just like Wheeling and WVU don't need to demolish OVMC just to build a brand new hospital for no reason. Well, there is a reason. They're building a new cancer center there. And then that, that prompted, you know, one after another after another. That's right. I, you know, it's just another example of how the city, first place, it had nothing to do with the city. It's another example of how the city, all they want to do is tear things down and, God help me, people. Number two things. First of all, get a life. Get a life. Stop being so grumpy, so sad, so mean, so cranky. And number two, pay attention to what's going on. They're building a new hospital there, you know. It's just all it's going to be the same thing as OVMC used to be. No, it's not. And that's all I've got to say about that. It just it just got under my skin yesterday. It's like, gee, there are so many people who don't have any idea what they're talking about. Is this a, a regional cancer center? Yes, it'll be a regional cancer center. Okay, so they'll, they'll now just in the state of West Virginia, or will they treat people? For, Can't throughout? answer that question, but I would assume it's going to be, you know, like the Columbus Cancer Center. Or some I would think like Cleveland Clinic. Cleveland, yeah, exactly. Y yeah, yeah. It, yes, it so is of I, that nature. Yes. How can you complain about anything about that? This is really going to be big for the city. I'll tell you how you can complain. You're a sad, cranky, grumpy, angry person. And I was in that building uh, after you, you, you couldn't do much with that building. Just reopen it. All literally, one person said, "All you need, all it needs, is a good cleaning." Yeah. Okay. Clean it up, but then you still don't have much. No. Not to mention you got the asbestos and everything else. Yeah, it was an there. old building. It had to go. It just, it just 
Not, there's nothing for us to discuss about this other than it just... They <laughs> tried to give the building away, and everybody said, ah, you know what, uh, it's okay, I don't want it. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right, 724-24 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I uh, want to do uh, highlights when we come back. You got some Let's highlights? Let's do some highlights, Howard. I have, uh, I have a couple. Highlights of the week. We do it every Friday. Highlights, lowlights, funny stuff, dumb stuff. Quite frequently, all of those categories fall into our list here. I've got my own. Bob's got his own. Maybe you have yours. Text me, 304-214-1600, free of stack auction service text line. What do you think were the highlights of the week here on the radio show? And uh, please don't say things like, uh, at the end of the show, when you guys quit and go away, let Toppy come in. Uh, you can use the free of stack auction service text line. It's 724. It is a Friday morning. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. The Wheeling Nailers Big Six Game Plan. It's a great deal for your entertainment dollars. Starting at just $16 per ticket, the Big Six Game Plan lets you lock in the biggest games and best promotions all season, like opening night with Chainsaw Juggler, Mad Chad, Wizards and Wands, Penguins Night, and more. The best promotions, the best seats, and the best price. The Big Six Game Plan. Get tickets at wheelingnailers.com or call 304-234-GOLD. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, yeah, I tell you something. I think you'll understand when I say that something. can't do any better than the Beatles, and the early Beatles are my uh, favorite era. I was thinking about the Beatles yesterday. I was listening to a, a song from Paul McCartney and Wings after he had left the Beatles and went off on his own, and it was it was really good. And, and I got thinking about, you know, the Beatles, the the, the early Beatles, the ones that did this song and um, uh, She Loves You, yeah, yeah, those songs, it, they weren't all that great musicians at that point. 
they were just the right at the right place at the right time. I mean, they made good music. Please don't get me wrong, but that's not that's not intricate music or you know world changing music. The early days, it's just they were such a phenomenon that everybody bought their bought their records. Now, what that allowed them to do as time went by was to experiment uh, to become more. Uh, to do different kinds of music where they really were into the into the world of of long-lasting music. But the early songs were just basic pop songs. Well-done pop songs, but basic pop songs. What's crazy about the Beatles, I mean, we not only do we still talk about them, uh, still regarded as the, the greatest band ever, still, I, I personally still learn things about, about them. And there was a John Lennon thing on uh, PBS last night, Howard. And, and I've never been the biggest John Lennon fan. I always thought he was a little bit of a weirdo. And, uh, he was. You know, I despised Yoko Ono. And I thought, man, how can anybody any sense, you know, <laughs> saddle up with her? But I, I've kind of went the other way a little bit because I don't know about you, but I consider Paul McCartney one of the greatest musicians, uh, songwriters ever. Yeah. And John Lennon held his own with him. I mean, he didn't take a back seat to him at all. And in fact, John Lennon was out always putting himself right there with him or even out in front of him. And what was really eerie last night when I was watching this show, they were interviewing him. And he said, you know, what I love about New York City, he said, I was, I was born to live in New York City. He said, I can walk, uh, walk around. He said, every once in a while, somebody will come up to me and, and want to shake my hand. He said, which I really love or, or get an autograph. He said, but I blend in here. People leave me alone. And it wasn't long after that someone, you know, shot someone him. Someone not leave him alone. Killed yeah. him. Yeah. Um, a short, I mean, I, relatively short-lived legacy as the Beatles, but one that is will, will resonate all throughout history. Um, I think I, I, I have the number someplace. I'll maybe look up for the days over and done with I think they had more more uh, number one songs in the '60s than anybody else. And that was the theme today. And that's where Howard and I got off on this. I asked Howard, "Pick the theme tomorrow," and he said, "Let's do '60s." Well, it's almost impossible to you can't do the '60s and not talk about the the, the Beatles. And the Be Beatles were the the cream of the crop of the '60s, as far as I'm concerned. If if you look at uh, you know what what history will tell you, there, there's no question about that. But if you listen to the rest of our bumper music all morning long. There, were, there was a variety of other music, and actually a couple of different styles that popped up in the 60s. 60s cover from 60 to 70, right? And that's almost two separate musical eras. So if you listen today, you'll hear a different couple of different songs. Some that surprised me. You look at the top 10 six songs of the 60s. I expected the Beatles. I think they had four or five of the top 10 in the entire decade. Uh, but a couple of the others surprised me. I was born in 62, so that decade is not my wheelhouse. But that's a, one of the first things I thought about, Howard, is not not only how the Beatles dominated, but, man, there's a huge variety. If you look at number one here and you go to number one over here, just totally different. Yeah, ab ab absolutely. Very different. So we'll, we'll have more of the uh, top ten songs of the 60s uh, coming up a little bit later on, all, all throughout the show this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Want to do highlights now? Now we're running late, but you want to get uh -oh, in here? Yeah, anyway? let's do some highlights. Let's do some highlights. What do you have? I, I got a couple, but what do you have? Tell, tell me to start with. You know what? I'm half kidding with my number three, but uh, the, the the lady that didn't show up yesterday that wanted to talk about the banning of the books and stuff. So I, I used that as a highlight. <laughs> Kylie it, Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, it gave you and I a little bit more time to interact, and uh, she'd have probably been boring anyway. So she's number three on my list. <laughs> the, the, the interview that didn't happen. Did not happen. All right, all right. Good, 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 good. Um, I always look, first of all, at the big issues. I think the three big issues we talked about this week clearly were the the homeless debate in the city of Wheeling, the deer hunt at Ogilvy. And I had forgot, but we spent a good bit of time talking about RFK Jr. and um, 
him running possibly as an independent candidate. So those were kind of what I put as the big issues. In a couple of cases, we had uh, guests coming in. The mayor was in to talk about the city and so on. So I, those are my big issues of the day, of the week, really, that I put in there. Well, yeah, I'm with you. So let's get personal now. There, there's no better feeling than be hungry and then suddenly food appear in ah. front of you. So I'm going to recognize, I'm going to salute our friend, Here he Steve comes again. from St. C. He, uh, he makes the list. He works at it. I'll give him that. But uh, Steve from St. C. brought us breakfast when we really, really were hungry. And it was from a place that I'd never had breakfast from before. It was Wendy's. Wendy's. And if you'd have laid me that that biscuit out in front of me, I just said, man, whoever made this biscuit, they homemade. know how to make biscuits. It looked homemade, didn't it? Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. So, so Steve from St. C., number two on my list. Man alive. That guy, he's been, I mean, he's, uh, we may have to pretty soon give him an all-time, like in jeopardy, at some point we may have to retire him. You know, <laughs> after five times, you could have to be retired as a as one of our one of our uh, one of our guests. Um, I did something different in the highlights this week, and I think I'll do this from now on. I thought I, you and I talk on these highlights about what we thought about the highlights of. I didn't mean to interrupt. Are you were you done with that segment? I got one more, but yeah, okay. I'll go ahead. I I, th- I thought. You and I always talk about what we think are the, the highlights or the lowlights or the fun stuff and so on. I got thinking, what do the people think? So I went back and reviewed all of the texts we had this week. This was a very busy text week. We had lots and lots of texts on the Frio Stack auction service text line at 304-214-1600. Different people, different opinions, different topics. But two subjects were overwhelmingly more, we had more response on the text line than others. Uh, you, you want to take a guess uh, what the two of them were? Because one of them I don't think you'll think you will realize. Uh, I, I won't take a guess. Go ahead. Deer hunt was number one. That, that's a big number big one. Issue, we we yes. had just just all kinds of comments about deer hunt. In fact, we had some leftover from yesterday still waiting that I didn't get to you. I'll get to those maybe later on this morning. So the people said the deer hunt, huge story. We got tons and tons of texts on that. And the other one, which you and I talked about, and it was in my head as kind of a fun little conversation. I had forgotten how much response we got from the people on the text line when we asked the question, what is the American dream? And yeah. that was the second biggest subject that people sent texts in on. Yeah, and that's number one on my list. Uh, it was a great topic. It was a great bit. But what really made it number one for me was uh, my pal, your pal, our colleague, the youngest guy on uh, the morning team, I think, what is he, 22 years old, something like that? <laughs> Adam Fike. And yeah. we asked Adam, and, you know, he didn't say fortune and fame. He didn't say, you know, I, I want to chase it. I, I want to be somebody in this business. He said no. He said family values. I, Abby and I want to have a family, and, and we kind of like it here. And, and, you know, this is close to my mom and dad's, and this, I think, is the American dream. And it really made me happy that that was his response. And, you know, we talk about Adam coming so far and in the, in the short time he's been there. But I didn't expect that answer, and it really made me feel good that that is his American dream. And we talked a lot about it, but I didn't realize until I went back. Again, I thought something I've never done before. I went back and looked over all the texts we got over the past week. And multiple num- Sometimes we'll get like 10 texts, but it only comes from two people. But we got texts from all different kinds of people. Folks that I had never heard from before, newcomers, you know, as well as some people that text in all the time. And I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that, that, that the response, I, I had forgotten the response to the question, what is the American dream, 
was very big on our text line. So those two, the people speak, the deer hunt, and the American dream were the two things that we had the most of on the text line. Yeah, it was a good week, Howard. When are we going to get another four-day week or so? Aren't we due for something like that? Yeah, Monday's Columbus Day, but I don't think we can – I'm trying to figure out how can we explain that we should get Columbus Day off, but I just – do you, you have any Italian heritage money? That's what I was thinking. We'll, go, we'll, we'll think of something. Can we claim it's our Italian heritage? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Or maybe we'll protest. We hate Christopher Columbus. <laughs> yeah, we, he's a fraud. Uh, just like, uh, just like, uh, no, uh, no. Then we get the the mob on us. Remember, <laughs> oh, yeah. you remember the episode of the Sopranos? Guys from New Jersey will show up. Howard. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that. So, um, but um, uh, so, what do you have? You have a final one? That was it. It was the American dream. Oh, the American, it, oh, the American and, dream. And more so, it was Adam Fike's response. You know, a young guy that he, he'd shared with us before. He, you know, he's, he, he's in TV, you know, uh, but no, he's. And he, that is a business where normally it's claw your way to the top. Absolutely. And he shared that with us. I think that not this past vacation, but a year ago when we, we played a game of Ask Adam Anything. You know, he shared with us that, yeah, he'd like to go to the big city. And be, I think Abby's already kind of influenced his thinking you can a little tell. bit, Howard. You can tell that, can't you? Can't you tell that once he got yeah, engaged? Yeah, so it was really it, cool of him to say that. Absolutely. No. Well, my number one uh, highlight of the week, Jerry Ames did not make it on my list. Uh, he frequently— I got to Jerry. But Jerry was taken care of. And, Bob, I have to tell you, you have been a mainstay of my highlight list for quite a few weeks. Oh, jeez. But you didn't make the oh, list okay, this Okay, good. Week I'll either. take a break. No. The number one highlight, I thought, was the interview that I had yesterday with a guest talking about banned books. <laughs> now, as you pointed out, my actual scheduled guest, Kylie Zimmer from a national organization, eh, didn't show up. No show. Didn't show up. And yet we were able to engage in great conversation. And my problem is I really never got the guy's name. But we did have a replacement guest uh, as I interviewed this guest on Banned Books who gave me some really good, thoughtful, um, you know, uh, well-phrased answers. So you didn't make the list this week as Bob Slider. But you did make the list this week as the guy interviewed on Banned Books. Yeah, it jumped right in there, and uh, we hate it when they ban books. Yeah, that's, that's a, you did a good job with that, though. You know, you just hopped right in and took took over as if as if you were the guest. Well, how are they know me down at the library? So, yeah. yeah that's true. That's, that's true. That's, they, that's a subject near and dear to my heart. They do indeed. All right, 738, 22 to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. Adam Fike in in a minute or two to bring us the forecast and uh, look into the weekend. But right now, let's look into the newsroom at WTRF-TV. And uh, Taylor Long is here. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this October the 6th. Four local West Virginia men were indicted on federal sex charges. Harry Fred Wells of Fallensby, David Edward Evans of Moundsville, and Carl Dennis Colvin of Wheeling were all charged with possession of child pornography. Caleb Dale Steiner of Wheeling was indicted on a charge of failure to register as a sex offender after crossing state lines. For a full look at their charges, you can head on over to WTRF.com. And a man in Jefferson County is behind bars this morning after police arrested him on drug charges. Authorities say during a search warrant at a home in Mingo Junction, they found cocaine, suspected fentanyl pills, one stolen firearm, marijuana, and cash. 34-year-old Myron Harton was charged with one felony count with major drug offender status for possession of cocaine and weapons under disability. He is currently at the Jefferson County Justice Center pending arraignment.
And the Columbiana County Coroner's Office has identified a young boy who died in a hunting accident in the southern part of the county on Sunday. The coroner's office identified him as 12-year-old Ethan Barker. ODNR officials say the boy was killed with a crossbow. Barker was a 7th grade student at Beaver Local Schools. Details of what happened are not being released yet. ODNR is calling it a fatal hunting accident and says the two young men who were brothers were hunting when it happened. And truck and tractors will be pulling for a good cause this weekend. The 8th annual Harrison County Pulling for a Cure is this Saturday, October 7th. The mission has always been to provide assistance to those who are battling cancer, and they have helped more than three dozen families. The gates open at 7 a.m. and the pools start at 3. All the details are at WTRF.com. And a four-legged member of the Brook County Sheriff's Department is in need of the community's help. Back in September, K-9 Kane was injured during a training exercise. They have a GoFundMe page and they are selling t-shirts for $20. Again, those details are at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Save 11% on your next exterior project at Menards. Keep your home looking clean and beautiful with Dutch Boy Paints. DuraClean Paint provides a weather-resistant coating with crack and fade resistance. Get a gallon starting at $32.89 after rebate. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through October. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The cost Costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. In a perfect world, there would be no accidents or injuries ever. No bad situations. Cross law. In a perfect world, insurance companies would never refuse payment for your legitimate claim. Cross law. In the real world, there are attorneys David F. Cross and Erica Cross Conti of Cross Law Offices. David F. Cross has been representing injured parties for over 32 years at his office in Wellsburg, West Virginia, with a phone number of 304-737-4185. David and Erica are personal injury, wrongful death, and medical malpractice lawyers representing those who are victims of the same. You are not just another client at Cross Law Offices. You're considered part of the family. As David always says, at Cross Law Offices, we take your case personally. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Give me a ticket for an aeroplane.
Ain't got time to take a fast train Lonely days are gone, I'm a-going home My baby just wrote me a letter I don't care how much money I gotta spend Got to get back to my baby again Lonely days are gone, I'm a-going home My baby just wrote me a letter We are uh, featuring the top ten songs of the 60s for our bumper music this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show, 744, 16 till the hour here on the Watchdog. You know, Bob, quickly to Adam, but first, on our highlights, frequently you go out of your way to make sure you acknowledge the the callers. You you really frequently on our highlights point out how, how much you enjoy talking to the callers and the callers that call in, and we commend them, and I, I commend you for commending them. Uh, and this week, I was looking at the people on the text line, and we're getting a lot more texts again this morning. And I'm just, I'm just realizing more and more people are now communicating with us via the Frio Stack auction service lines, either the text line, 304-214-1600. I've got five or six of them just came in in the last couple of minutes, uh, 304-214-1600, or the Frio Stack auction service phone line, 304-232-8255. Now, let's make no mistake about it. Bob and I are the stars of the show. All right? However... You guys are the, what's the word I want to use? You're Maybe the seasoning. You're the backbone. Se- you're the seasoning on our mashed potatoes. Does that, make, does that make any sense at all? I just all? want pepper on it. All, right, well, all right. Well, at any rate, we like the fact that you call and you we text. We love it. That's all I'm saying. Bob always talks about the callers, and today we added the texters on our uh, highlights, and, and that's the way I like it. I, I enjoy it. And, and sometimes when you go back and look, as I did, at how many texts we got, you realize, holy crap, there are people listening, you know, and they're texting. Adam Fike is here with us this morning from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. He actually made, Adam, you made Bob Slider's list of one of the highlights of our week here on the program. It was the highlight, Adam. It was Bob's highlight of the week. Do you know what you did? I was just really impressed. Uh, We got a lot of traction yesterday, uh, Adam, with the the American Dream. And, you know, you're the youngest member of the uh, morning uh, show team. And I was just really impressed with what you said that the American dream is to you, Adam Flake, you know, raising a family, having a good family, having those values where I thought you might have said, you know, I, I want the fame. I want the fortune. I want to take this, uh, I want to be this in degree. New York City. I want to be the biggest badass uh, meteorologist out there. But you didn't. And I was very, very uh, humbled by that. I mean, Bob, it's like everyone likes attention at some point, but it's like. I'm, if, believe it or not, I'm actually extremely introverted. <laughs> so I really don't like when the attention is on me. So I always try to redirect it to people who may or may not need it, in a sense. Well, Does that make sense? I, I think Bob was right. It, it's it's nice to hear someone younger, and I know you probably don't like to be talked about, oh, you're just a young kid, but to us, you're you know, you're a pup. <laughs> And uh, and yet, I think you got your head screwed on right, and that we really heard that yesterday in the talk about the American dream. Hey, I, I, we're running a little bit sh- short on time; it's my fault. Uh, but let's get to the weather forecast. Uh, it's it was raining when I came in this, when we came in this morning. Uh, at least a little drizzle uh, might have been picking up a bit. Is the rain going to continue with us during the day today? Okay, so good news is one of my few times that I'm actually wrong. It's come the past <laughs> couple of days. So good news is there's some, I would say, some bigger changes to what I've been saying the past couple of days. So today, most of our activities this morning. But good news, we can actually see a few pockets of sunshine this afternoon. Okay. But too much sunshine, and we could get a stray shower that pops up after sunset this evening. So much of our day from lunchtime till, so I would say noon till about 
7 p.m. should remain dry. We could get a shower 8 p.m. and on with temperatures, of course, below 70s. And will pretty much be that way throughout the weekend. Partly cloudy, periods of sunshine, but temperatures in the low 50s. Just can't rule out any extra sunshine that we see Saturday or Sunday morning. Could allow for some pop-up showers during the afternoon. Otherwise, 80, 90% of us stay dry. Same thing on Monday, but then by Tuesday, Wednesday, we're back to sunshine. Mostly sunny both both of those days. Slowly warming back up to 58 Tuesday, 65 Wednesday, but we could see another round of showers in the upper 60s come Thursday. Pleasantly warm day today, even though we might have some rain, but the rest of the weekend will be uh, cooling off, right, temperature-wise? Uh, it quickly cools off. I mean, by the end of football games tonight, we'll be dropping into the 50s, but our overnight lows from now until at least Thursday morning, so that's going to be our midnight to 8 a.m. time frame will be in the 40s. <laughs> Even in the 30s in some spots. Hey, oh, no, don't say that. Oh, no, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. So uh, give us your um, your recommendation on Ogilvy Fest. If you're going to Ogilvy Fest, uh, what's, how, do, how do we time it? Uh, of course, take an umbrella. You know, that's the simplest thing. Take an umbrella, and, and much of what happens there is undercover anyway. So, uh, But uh, what's, give us a sense of, the, of what we should do time-wise if we're thinking about Ogilvy Fest. I was going to say, one, just have an umbrella with you, but good news is a lot. Like, I was walking there yesterday, not yesterday, throughout the weekend. They were, I've been watching them set stuff up, and I forgot how many tents there were. So, yeah, if it rains, there's always, there's always somewhere to get shelter. I mean, still go out either way. Even if it's raining, my suggestion, just take an extra pair of shoes and socks if you have an umbrella. What's the worst? Your feet are going to get wet. I mean, really not going to be too bad itself, though. So. Today, I would say good chance to, to get out, grab some food. Yes, you might run into a shower or two, but no, honestly, nothing's going to be too heavy to begin with. Yeah, you might have some drizzle, so umbrella, jacket, same thing tomorrow. So just get outside and enjoy it if you don't like the rain. Oh, well. Yeah. My wife and I did our usual drive through Ogilvy yesterday evening or afternoon, late afternoon. And the point you just made is it was a good one. I didn't. I had forgotten how many tents. I mean, tents everywhere. Mm-hmm. Really, wherever you're going, the artist market, which opens up today at noon, uh, is most of those folks are under tent. Uh, the mm-hmm. uh, site one is completely under tent up there uh, uh, around the, the shelter. Uh, there are food tents around. The Rathskeller is undercover, and there's a tent there. So really, they've. I mean, everything to, to a large extent, everything at Ogilvy Fest is undercover. It's just getting from one place to another if you're walking. And, you know, they take the trolley if you just want to hop on the trolley. So, yeah, it might see some rain, but I, it should not keep you from attending and enjoying the Ogilvy Fest because uh, uh, everything is undercover enough and with an umbrella with you just in case you should be in good shape. You going to Ogilvy Fest, you think? We are. We're going to go up tonight. We're, well, I'm doing the weather again tonight for Zach. And then after that, we're going to stop up afterwards. And then we're planning on going tomorrow as well for the fireworks. So it's going to be up both evenings, going to eat a lot of good food. My only suggestion, though, is a jacket or sweatshirt, especially yep. tomorrow. Yep. I talked with Sammy the Bull, whose uh, company does the fireworks, and um, Sammy was telling me last week, he said, this is going to be a good show. He's really putting together a good show up there. So the fireworks show tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah, it should be really good. I'll make sure I'll hold off the rain for that. There you go. Just keep just keep the rain away. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, Adam, I appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Ogilvy Fest, and uh, uh, you just have a great time, um, and we will talk to you again on Monday. Thank you. Talk to you then. 
751, 9 to the hour. It's the Watchdog Morning Show. i got a text I want to get to. Next hour, Governor Justice, look out, J.J., they're coming for your chopper, and they're going to take it by force if they have to. That's what they say. Tell you about that, plus the travel show in the next hour. But before that, we've got sports. That's next. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes, offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff, providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services, and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. The timeless sounds of polka live here. Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70 at the top of the hill, the Highlands. Live and local. Every weekday. With 10,000 watts of total power. On WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Somewhere beyond the sea. Somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing somewhere beyond the sea. She's there watching for me. If I could fly like birds on high, then straight to her arms. Yes, indeedy. It's uh, music of the 60s, our bumper uh, theme of this Friday morning here at 7.54, 6 before the hour. Uh, 62 at the airport, 61 at the Highlands, 62 in Elm Grove, and 62 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It is uh, raining outside, going to rain most of the day. It's time to check into sports for that slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. Last night's Thursday night NFL football, the Chicago Bears routed the Washington Commanders 40-20. to Chicago receiver D.J. Moore had a huge game, 230 yards, three touchdowns. Bears quarterback Justin Fields passed for 282 yards, 
four touchdowns. He also rushed for 57 yards. That was the first win of the season for the Bears, and they snap a 14-game losing streak. Will Howard, we lose another one here. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Big tough guys oh, uh, yeah. in Chicago are, are weeping this morning. Are you, you weeping today? I'm not. I mean, okay. I had nothing but respect for uh, for Dick but- Butkus, but no, I, I think I can hold it together here well, this morning. I, don't take this the wrong way. When the, st- the, the story popped up on my screen last night, I thought, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we're gonna- well, well, let's see, Howard. I'll, I'll give it my best shot. All right. It was announced before the game that former Bear linebacker Dick, Dick Butkus had passed away. Butkus, the greatest defensive player in team history, was known as one of the league's toughest, meanest, most fiercest, fiercest players of all time. He was a rookie in 1965, along with uh, Hall of Fame running back Gail Sayers. The two of them played their whole career with the Bears. And get this, Howard. Never made the playoffs. Really? One time. <laughs> he played his whole career in Chicago. Never made the postseason one time. One That's, time. That's crazy when you think about it. To build a reputation like that without going to the playoffs. Never. Never once uh, made it close to a Super Bowl. He retired in 1973 and was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1979, his first year of eligibility. Dick Butkus, one of the all-time greats, was 80 years old. It's a football Friday, Howard. It's a football Friday. That means the Pine Room Podcast will be broadcasting live from Gumby's from noon to 3 today. Gumby's in Elm Grove, I think for the last time for a while. So if you're out in that way, uh, stop by. We have giveaways, discounts, lots of fun. Honk the horn when you go by uh, the Pine Room Boys today. Dodging the raindrops, Howard, from Gumby's uh, in Elm Grove. Good news is they've got a tent. They do. They've got a covering, so they'll be okay. They do. So, uh, you know, and, and if you squeeze, if you want to talk to them, go in, park, just get up, but squeeze close up to the table so you two are under the tent. Yeah, but, we don't want anybody to get wet. Uh, Gumby's uh, every Friday, uh, uh, the Pine Room Boys every Friday live from one of the local Gumby's locations today out in Elm Grove, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Gumby's and by and Jill's Gentleman's Club. Very good, Howard. And you're wondering, what else you got going on on Friday, With guys? guys probably not, that, listen, that in itself is worth the price of admission. It is, but what we're we're just getting started, and what was it, Al Jolson and Howard said, ah, you ain't seen nothing yet, and, and that's what we're going to tell you. You ain't seen nothing yet, because from 3 to 5, it is the Matt Jones pre-owned auto walkthrough. All the guys here in the studio, Scott Noldy, Brett Clough, Mark Heinerman, Jerry Ames, all those guys here in the studio from 3 to 5 with the Matt Jones pre-owned auto walkthrough. Then we have football, Shady Side at Wheeling Central. You can catch that game on WKKX 1600 on the AM 98.1 uh, FM. Jerry Ames and Ryan Storm, John Marshall, they travel all the way to Kaiser. Don't want to wow. make that trip? Howard, you don't want to make that trip. I don't want yeah, right to make, make that trip. You don't even know no. where Kaiser is, no. but he ain't going. It's that away. It's down that way, Howard. Uh, he wouldn't get past uh, Quinnette's. If he's sending him down that way, where's <laughs> Howard? Well, he's at the buffet. But no problem. You can't go. John Marshall at Kaiser. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. You can catch all the action on WVLY, 1370 AM, 97.7 on the FM dial. That is a football Friday wears me out. Howard. We have a busy football Friday, uh, and uh, don't forget you can listen to all of our games and all of our broadcasts anywhere, anytime, any place you'd like to 
uh, online at watchdognetwork.com. Uh, click on WVOY for the JM game. Click on WKKX for the Central game. And um, you can listen to any of our shows. I mean, the entire station is broadcast live at uh, watchdognetwork.com. So be sure to check that out. And some of you are still um, a fan of TuneIn Radio. So you can use TuneIn Radio for WKKX or WVOY if you would like to. Just about 8 o'clock, ABC covers the world. Governor Justice has more financial problems. We'll talk about that. Plus our travel show with Jenna next hour. Beyond a doubt, my heart will lead me there soon. Why Moundsville?